welcome to the 4th and Inches Weekly Wrap-Up. I'm Mike, pleasure to be with you as always, and joining me as every week, Aaron. G'day mates, how are you? Very good mate, thank you. Always good to be here. Yeah, look, I'm super excited about this episode, mainly because this is the whole reason we set up the podcast, for the for the wrap-up show, for the weekly wrap-up, and so pretty yes. much if you're... Uh, if you've listened to anything prior to this, uh, it's all just been uh, shit and giggles. And uh, now we're into the real stuff, actually uh, discussing real football. How good? How good was it? The, that first week, the first, uh, I mean, every game, every game was um, amazing. Oh, just so from Friday's game, Bills, Rams, like, and, you know, Bengals, uh, Bengals, Steelers, like Texans, Colts, like you've been just run through all of them. They were just, yeah. you know, the battle in the swamp. You know, the, the in Chicago, in Chicago, like, yeah. Oh man, those teams couldn't have done anything more to try and lose that game. Every game had something to talk about. I mean, off the top of my head, there was six underdogs won this week, um, which uh, which was quite surprising. But you know, week one, and I think you know, from my point of view, if if we if we are looking at fantasy side of things, just straight straight into it, straight into the guts of the show, um, I don't think anyone needs to panic too much. You know, as, oh no, I do. I well, do. <laughs> yeah, I mean that. Well, we, we'll talk about the reasons you need to panic soon. But uh, I think for me, you know, don't worry too much if if your big guys didn't perform. Maybe, maybe, maybe be a little bit concerned if some of your your fifty fifty calls didn't perform. But you know, yeah. if your stud didn't perform, the the studs for a reason. They they're going to come back around. Some studs did not perform. Yeah, yeah. Well, there was a long list of uh, of high ranking fantasy players that didn't even score ten points. I watched the game. Oh, I watched all of the games with. Um with uh Futan clan and who was playing Derek Henry and he said at the end of it I will take any week where I play Derek Henry and he scores eight points. Of course. Like yep. man, just you know, just nuts. I th- I really enjoyed the the, the overtime games uh, from from what I was able to see of them absolutely nuts kicking situations happening at the end of the week of uh yeah you know with McPherson money money McPherson or whatever he's tagged himself to be you know all day you'd put you know money on him for to score those uh those extra points or those touchdown uh, those um field goals but yeah they just couldn't 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 get the win but it was everyone right it was just it was it was just bizarre but and i mean you and i have had this conversation before you know, like, and, and this is the reason you don't watch preseason, right? Like in foot football, you know, the the, the sport that you know I I, I, I follow very intently. Mm. Preseason is about getting your 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 combinations and your and your starting eleven, you know, to getting them used to playing with each other and and getting back into the swing of of playing football. And it it always amazes me that in NFL, your starters, you can tell that by the starters, they're the guys that don't play. And then you mm. hit week one, those guys, how are those guys ready? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it just blows my mind that preseason is not for getting your guys ready. 
sorry, preseason games are not for getting your guys ready. It's kind of more of a scouting mission, right? To see who's going to make your 53, which is fine. But I, I, yeah, I thought, man, if it looks every year that, that first, those first few weeks always look like guys are just a bit rusty, right? Yeah, I mean, not all the teams, obviously. The, those Bills and uh, Josh Allen. Whew, amazing, oh. amazing looking stuff there. But look, uh, I think how we're going to roll these uh, these shows uh, moving forward in the week is uh, we're going to have a look at each matchup, uh, give our sort of take on, I guess, who really performed and you know who we're really happy with, I think. Um, maybe who you'd be looking to move on. Um, and then maybe... You know, for us, is a little, little bit of a review of any injuries or performance upsides or downsides on your team that you know could could come into come into play. Obviously, the uh, the great thing about uh, fantasy football is that uh, we're just guessing, so you know that's uh, that's all part and parcel of it. So take take anything we say as as how you ever want to. You know, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, pretty much right. It's 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 all guesswork. No one was no one. I don't care who you are. Was sitting here at the beginning of the week saying, "I project that Derek Derek Henry will get eight points," and I I also predict that uh, that Aaron Rodgers will score three points. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah, you know. It is what it is. But but I think before we do uh, kick off to any uh, of the results, I think we need to introduce a a new segment to the show. Um, And it's something I think that will happen during the week. And um, here's a a little something for it. That's right. Welcome to week number one trade alert. We had a trade go down before we even kicked off, and we need to talk about it. We need to dive into it um, because, Aaron, uh, you were part of it. Yeah. 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 So, so just for those uh, those unaware, uh, the Henderson Home Invaders traded Patrick Mahomes and Juju to the North Sound Raptors for Marquez Valdez-Scantling and yeah. Justin Herbert. Yeah. That is that is quite the trade to happen pre-season. Yeah. Please yeah. explain. Oh, look, I don't think it's any secret um, that that Herbert's my, Herbert's my boy. You know, I, I'm, I'm a massive fan of... Of, of how he plays the game and um yeah just just huge and um and and I was during the draft I was like here comes my boy here we go and literally the pick before Spencer Spencer stole him from me mm. and I thought well I'll I'll take Mahomes and uh, and I, and I did and 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 that was all fine but uh I've said it many a time in the previous vision. I, I love my guys, you know, and I, yep. I want to, I'm, I'm loyal and, uh, and I want to, and I want to keep them. And um, look, I threw it out there. I threw it out there last week. And I, you know, I said to Spencer, um, Hey buddy, uh, what about just a straight swap my homes for Herbert? He, he, you know, he came back, he came back with a bit the, of negotiating. Um, you could say, yeah. Okay. Yeah. A bit of a negotiation. Um, Chucking uh, Valdez Scanlon into the uh, into the into the mix and taking Juju and he, look, he's a lawyer, so he you know he knew the right things to say, 
you know, I mean, he'd already dangled the carrot of, you know, this actually might happen. Mm. Um, and look, I, look, I, I took it. I've had some people say that was stupid. I've had other people say you you did really well out of that. Um, so you know, I think I think that that in itself says that it was probably okay. I personally think that the two QBs were much of a muchness. Like, sure, Mahomes outscored Herbert this week, but you know, I, I think you know that will swing in roundabouts. I think Spencer probably came out on top with the with the wide receivers, um, but you know we'll see as the as the as the season goes on. But I think all parties uh, left the trade pretty happy. Good. Okay. I also, when I made the trade, didn't realize that he had um, Kels uh, as well, and uh, yeah, I as I watched Red Zone on Monday. And just saw pass after pass after pass after pass going to Kels. I was like, huh, huh. Good, good. Yeah, Yeah. a great great handcuff uh, there for the uh, North (laughs) Sound Raptors, uh, to be fair. And so let's let's kick off uh, the weekly wrap-up with that matchup. North Sound Raptors with 152.4 points. Came up against the Saints and Sinners with 96.9 points. What an opening round for the North Sound Raptors. The highest score across both divisions. Welcome to the league, eh? Boy, he's, he's gone big. He's gone big early. He was never behind. He was never behind and he was, and they were never even close. Like, that was literally the Bills playing the Rams on Friday. It was a, you know, it was a, it was a blowout, and I, and I, I really rated Mac's team, but man, yeah, we we were just talking uh, just off air before we came on. Uh, obviously, Mac has scored ninety six points in previous seasons. We've always had that little magic number or that thought process of like, if you score a hundred, you should win, right? Yeah, that's always yeah, been yeah, yeah, yeah. sort of a con- consensus. Yeah, obviously this time Mecca didn't even score 100, so you, you can say, well, there's no chance of winning. I'm going to put it out there now. I don't think 100's enough. I, th- I think 130. I think if you get, if you can score over 130, you should be guaranteed a win. Obviously, if you could say, that, well, Mecca could have scored 130 here and he still would have lost. But I think 130 is the is the real magic number in, 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 this, yeah, in this round. Yeah, and I, the, I don't know. We just had that. We just had that conversation at the time. I agreed with you, but the more I, more I think about it, because if you look at the scores across the board, I think in a ten team league, I think yeah, you're you're probably right. But a twelve team league where you know that where it's that depth of player where. You're not going to have guys that smash out points. I mean, except for Spencer. Um, I I wonder if kind of that one ten, like one fifteen, might be the might nah, be the I, guarantee. No, nah, well, if you no, nah, I I yeah, okay. Well, fair enough. We'll we'll see how the season goes. I I think it's I think it's closer to one thirty. I, I really yeah. Do. So I mean, but I mean, if you and we'll obviously go through them shortly. But I mean, you know, there's apart from Spencer. And and Nick, sorry, and Futan clan, um, everyone else was kind of 
you know, like in the in the in the in the one twenties, if not highs and lows. So that's why I'm thinking one thirty should yeah, guarantee it's... you. That's why I'm saying that. Yeah. Yeah. Look, um, look, coming back to Saints and Sinners versus North Sound Raptors, it's easy to say that Saints and Sinners will be disappointed with Kamara's uh, performance there, uh, only coming away with 7.6 points. Uh, Mike Williams as well for the uh, Chargers, three points. You, you would have expected far more from him um, as well. well. How was then? You know, how was their? Um, well, he's not even a rookie. Their, their guy Carter. No, we were watching it. We we're like, who is this guy? Mm. And he just took. Mm. He scored massive points. No one even knew who he was. You know, I was sitting there and I was like, well, that's not helping anyone. No. You know, like just scored massive points. And I and the Kamara thing, I wonder if if Michael Thomas, because Michael Thomas went big, I think 22 points. Something like I that. I wonder yep. if, if him coming back is, is going to, you know, take some of those points. Yeah, away. especially with Jameis Winston, who loves to throw. So, yeah. you know, he, he wants to go, you know, the deep ball and, and things like that. Uh, for me, Saints and Sinners, the, I think the the biggest disappointment uh, would actually be Carr uh, with th- uh, 13.8 points. I don't think he he lived up to the expectations that anyone was had been talking preseason, uh, including yeah. me. I, I was expecting big things from the Raiders this game. Um, but the Saints and Sinners' biggest um, uh, win for the, for the week would have definitely been Barclay. Uh, 33.4 points. He looked amazing on the Man, field. He looked the goods, right? Yeah. The Giants getting up over Tennessee. It's a it's yeah, a fairy tale start almost for Barkley and the and the Giants there. So um not uh you know good good signs are leading for the rest of the season. Uh, as far as North Sound Raptors, well it's it's hard to find any faults here, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if if we want to get super critical, uh, North John Raptors have lost their backup QB and Dak Prescott uh, out, obviously for quite a number of weeks. Uh, but he was on the bench anyway. Uh, his starters all performed, uh, and I and, and not a single one of them have any injuries or any worries at all. So, and to be fair, apart from Devonta Smith, like and and Prescott, like the three guys on his bench all scored double figures. You know, like. Um, and I mean, if you look at, yeah, I mean, cool, Dak's injured and that's his backup, but Dak didn't get injured till the fourth quarter and was still only on four points, you know? Like, man, they look terrible. Yeah, they really, really did. Moving on to the next matchup, um, still staying with the AFC, we've got Duke Jukum scoring at 124.62. Taking uh, taking out CMC me at the top with eighty three point five six. Now, really, Joe Jukums it just has the wood over CMC. Um, they now go uh, four and one all time. It's just it's just brutal to watch every time these guys uh, get in the ring together. Man, like again, that's what it wasn't even close, right? Like no, the, yeah. he, he never ever got close to him. But when you're when you're tight end and your flex score zero combined, yep, com- <laughs> combined, um, you are, you know, and then your QB, you know, chucks a chucks a nine in there, you you are going to struggle any day of the week. Yeah, um, it's interesting to uh, to note though that both these teams, uh, their third highest scorer on both teams was the kicker. 
Um, now yeah. for CMC at the top, uh, that was Suck Up with 12 points. And for Duke Dukums, that was Coup with 18 points. But uh, the damage had already been done uh, in regards to Duke Dukums playing Jefferson with 39.4 points and uh, Lamar Jackson with 20.2. Yeah, and I mean, if you you look at the you look at the RB one and RB two for for CMC, you know they both scored the exact same amount of points fifteen you know fifteen point seven points each. Like you get that from your two running backs, you're pretty you know that's okay. You're happy, yeah. Yep. Duke Jukem's running backs five and seven, but yeah, you you are you are not beating thirty odd points. From- um, from a wide receiver, man, like, yeah, boy. and I, 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 I take what you said there in regards to you know you're happy to take fifteen point seven points from your from your RBs, but I mean, you look at McCaffrey, thirty three rush yards, yeah, 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 like that's yeah. not the that's not the production you're wanting, that's not the production you're wanting at all, at all. Uh, Trey Lance also terrible. Uh, not in double figures, not 9.96. It was the worst game. The weather didn't help, obviously, but, man, what a terrible game. I, I read somewhere or heard somewhere that you can't judge a QB on on that, on playing in those conditions, and that's fair. So, yeah. again, this is why you, you don't panic after week one and, yeah. you know, tr- uh, trade Trey Lance um, to, to someone or get rid of him. But, yeah, it's uh, not the start that CMC would have been uh, wanting, I, I imagine. For me, uh, my my worry on the Duke Dukem's team would be probably Zeke. Um, now, uh, yeah. stop me if you've heard me complain about Zeke before, but <laughs> I'm even more worried this year, one, after how bad the Cowboys looked, now losing Dak. Pollard was fairly busy in the game as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I wondered if there was an injury because he did. He just ended up on the bench, and then and and Pollard just looked better. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, they've got Ceedee Lamb, but they've not got much else in the in the way of receivers and stuff. So they looked bad. My uh, my pro for Duke Jukums would be though Jefferson, as as we mentioned, um, and there's a little bit of. Uh... Minnesota Viking coming out of me and that that have loved watching that. So may oh, long may that continue. What I like again watching the games, what I couldn't understand is how many times he was wide open. Mm. Like you know he's a threat. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, oh, okay. You don't want to mark that guy. Nah. Nah. Okay then. So let it yeah. be. For uh, CMC at the top, my uh, my worry on uh, on this team would have to be Ackers scoring zero yeah. points and yeah. just not being a factor in the Rams at all. I, I don't know if that's uh, going to be a long term problem, but for him not to get a single point, I think that's that's of, of great concern. Um, I have no doubt that uh, that CMC will probably be making a change in that flex position. I'm heading until next week until we have a bit more. And and to be fair, let's just like this could have been a lot worse, you know. Yeah. Um, Duke Jukem's had Daryl Henderson, who obviously took the points away from Ackers mm. on the bench, and then he had and he had Gabe Davis, you know, scoring eighteen points in the first touchdown of the season. Yep. Like, you know, I mean, it's it's sure it's 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 bench points, but it it could have been. 
It could have been a yeah. lot worse. Um, not to completely uh, shit on CMC, but I'm also slightly ah. concerned that Keenan Allen uh, left the game with an injury, and so did Godwin. Yeah. So phew, there yeah. might be some aggressive waiver wire action from CMC this week. Watch this. Uh, if I'm high on someone, Fournette looked very good yeah, uh, playing for did. Tampa Bay, but can we take anything away from, from that game against the Cowboys where they were a sieve? So he just ran all day. Yeah, like I, yeah, I mean, I, to be fair, I didn't think Tampa's offense was that great either. Um, they scored, you know, Mike Evans got that really good touchdown, but it it was a struggle of a game, you know, and um, yeah, so it'll be interesting to see how they how they bounce back from that. But anyone that's picking the Cowboys to do anything this year, whew, you're yeah, uh, yeah I, I, I certainly wouldn't be putting any money on it. That's for sure. Could be a long season, long yeah. season. And rounding out the AFC, I'm picking this, so I'm calling it now as the upset of the year. We've got Nuts and Bolts scoring 122.42 points over Dark Horses, 116.1. Woo! Boy! Boy! Upset. Upset. And again, Dark Horses was never in front, chasing the game the whole time. Yeah, and I mean, if you look at his hundred and sixteen points, he would have he would have won quite a few games, to be fair. Um, but uh, but Avi's uh, Avi's auto oh, so nuts and bolts auto drafted team. Yeah, the goods brought, brought home the bickies. A huge start for nuts and bolts on the Friday night game with uh, Diggs scoring twenty six point two points, looking dangerous uh, with Josh Allen there. And then he's followed that up with uh, J- uh, Jamar Chase, um, scoring 28.9 points. So an absolutely dominant wide receiver um, portfolio there going on. Um, I-, I said Pollard looked uh, busy in in that game, but now actually looking at his score, he only rushed eight yards and 14 reception yards for 4.2 points on Nuts and Bolts' team. So maybe he wasn't as prevalent as I first thought this this is my concern right like he's had he's got three players that started for him um that that scored 24 26 and 28 points right so that's a pretty good haul from three players but the rest of them shit the bed yeah the rest of the team didn't look great however if you look at uh, nuts and bolts uh bench there is lots of life going on there. Well, yeah, there is, but the life going on is for is two wide receivers. Well, that his wide receivers scored his points. Yeah, yeah, he'd be so he'd be changing. Yeah, yeah, he's right. not going to change those guys. But where is he going to get other points from? You know, if he yeah. if he gets an injury, um, you know, his running backs, two of them scored four point two points. Um. You know, I mean, yeah, maybe he takes Russell Gage out, but like you said, now Godwin's injured, right? Are you taking Russell Gage out? Maybe not. No, probably not. Um, no. Yeah. So, yes, it's a good win, but it it came from you know, like Jalen Hurts playing the Vikings next week. I don't want to talk them up too much because they're your team, but yeah, they look be good. Interesting. It'll be real interesting. 
Heading on to the other side of the table there, Dark Horses, uh, obviously their full stock in the Denver Broncos. I thought Denver looked pretty bad today, um, to be honest. I, I was surprised that they lost, uh, for starters. I thought Russell was going to have an absolute day. Yeah. Um, I'm surprised that Sutton didn't score a, tr- uh, score a try. Get yourself <laughs> an uppercut. Uh, I'm surprised Sutton didn't get a touchdown. Um, yeah, it, it was... Yeah, he, Dark Horse has got a little bit closer than I think I was predicting before the Tuesday night game or Tuesday afternoon game, yeah, Monday night football. But still, uh, yeah, a, a really, a really good win for nuts and bolts. Yeah, I think I think if you look at it though, I think you know if you and a, a hindsight and all that kind of stuff, if you take Michael Thomas and put uh, even put him in for Sutton. Dark Horses yeah. wins that game. Yeah, Dark Horses you know? does does not need a panic. The, the no. 116 points, like you said, would have beaten a lot of the teams this week. Um, so he's just uh, un- unlucky, I guess, in in that aspect. And, and and his points are a bit more evenly spread. You know, yes. his tight end got you know got 13 points. That's pretty good from a tight end. Um, you know, his his flex with 19 points. I mean, you take that every day. Yeah. Um, yeah, kind of just let down, you know, like Aaron Jones only getting 10 points. Yeah, that like, would be my only concern yeah. potentially is uh, how much Dylan is going to be used in the um, Packers um, offense as, as well. So it's not, I wouldn't call it a running back by committee quite at, at the Packers, but um, they are definitely using Dylan a, a lot more. So um, again, it's it's week one. Let's let's not panic. But I'd be I would have been disappointed at, at only ten point six points from from Jones. Yeah, and I think if you look at last year, the Packers lost the first game, and everyone was writing them off, right? And then and then they just went on a run. So yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to to see what happens. But yeah, definitely not a not a sign to sign to panic at all. I'd be uh, for dark horses. I'd be happy with Schultz um, going on sixty-two rece- uh, reception yards, thirteen point two. No, no touchdowns. But whoever is coming in to replace Dak, um, I think we'll be looking at the tight end uh, uh, release valve a lot more. Oh, so that could be, yeah, that could be coming into especially into play. in that offense. It was so bad, so yeah. bad. Yeah, not great at all. Uh, jumping on to the other division now, the NFC, um, we jump off to Futan Clan. They take the win on 135.48 points and got that over Portage Pigskins, 102.42 points. Interesting, uh, this one here, I, I think for me, well, Portage, uh, sorry, Futan Clan goes 5-1 five, five and one all time. Um, against um, the Portage Pigskins, which is which is very impressive. Um, the Portage Pigskins leading running backs combined for a total of sixteen points is that's that's what's killed them really. Yeah, look, and, and this is why I just don't like David Montgomery, and I don't know why where the hype is. I don't know where it comes from, like. It, it, yeah, like he's he's the running back on their team, but it's the Bears, right? Like, man, they're just he's just not good, right? I mean, the Derrick Henry thing—that's a blip, right? Like, I mean, he's not going to do that next week, 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that's that's a blip. It just happened to coincide with you know your other running back having a blip. But um, yeah, Amari Cooper, nothing there. You know? Yeah. No. Um, nothing. And that was in a win. You know? Yeah. Um, Tyreek Hill uh, came came good um, in regards to uh, his first outing with uh, Miami, scoring eighteen points. So you'd be yeah. you'd be happy with that. Again, the good thing is Porridge Pigskin's got some points on the bench. Uh, Robinson running back um, Jacksonville, 19.9. He's got McLaurin from the Commanders uh, with 13.8. Oh, man, that McLaurin touchdown was a bomb. I don't think I saw that. Oh, man. It was vintage Wentz. It was heyday Wentz. (laughs) Heyday Wentz, yeah. And, um, oh, so good. And James Robinson's just solid, right? He's just a solid running back. Yeah, you know he always scores done. good points. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Kyler Murray uh, will be, you know, a shining light there uh, for the Pigskins. Well, to be fair, he wasn't. He wasn't for a while. For a while there, he was on like eight points, and then all of a sudden, yeah, like in the fourth quarter. And I mean, no, they were chasing the game; they were getting hammered. So it was, you know, it was garbage time points. But, but you'll take it. You, you take know, you'll, it, hundred percent. You sometimes those garbage point games are in your favor. You, you, you flip it over to say Futan Clan. He's got Brady there that cruised all night, was never under pressure. They they just ran it all day, and he scored ten point three. Yeah, you know, in a win, in a win. Yeah. Whereas old Kyler Murray in a loss, twenty point six two. So, but that's what I mean. Like it was just like it was. It wasn't a great game to watch. Yeah, it was. A, you know, I think it was the final score nineteen three. I mean, I could have done with a touchdown, but we'll, we'll get to that later. But it just <laughs> never looked like it was coming. You know, like the Mike Evans one was was great. And you were like, oh, here we go, here we go. There's some rhythm going. Just just didn't didn't really happen. Didn't really kick on from there. Uh, for Nick, or, uh, sorry for uh, Futan Klang, um, I'd be a little bit disappointed on Knox tight end at at, uh, at Buffalo there, only one point five points. But again, I, I think that will be a blip. Um, Patterson, uh, Cordell Patterson, uh, it didn't hasn't missed a, a trick straight back into it. Just l- last season form, one hundred twenty rush yards, one rush touchdown, sixteen reception yards, twenty two points. Bank it all day. Bank it all day. Yeah, I mean, he's just carried on, right? You know, the rumours that they didn't want him, you know, that they were going to move him on. Well, why? Yeah. You know, he 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 does the business for them. Eamon Rasay Brown, I was, you know, I, I, I didn't think it would, uh, I didn't think it would work out for him, but man, you know, you take 20 points, you know, eight receptions. <sighs> and you know? Detroit were unlucky to lose that, to be honest. The Lions, look, they, they looked, they looked okay. They looked okay. So, yeah, and I was surprised given their how you know how good their defense kind of looks that they, on on paper anyway, that they conceded so many points. But I think Futang Clan will obviously be very happy with the win. He got pretty consecutive, uh, pretty consistent. Sorry, pretty consistent points. Yeah, there's probably not too many changes you're making there, right? No, not not at this point. No, I totally agree. Moving on to uh, Purple Rain, uh, scoring 129.28 points over Shorter Run It with 103.5. Uh, 
Look, all I can say is that uh, Purple Rain's team looks it looks like it's an A plus team. So. <laughs> I a hundred percent knew how this would open, and you did not disappoint. <laughs> you did not disappoint. It's hard to you know just look at it. It's uh, it's money uh, from top to bottom. Uh, no holes in this team. Uh, it's A plus. Um, obviously, you know, I, th- I think you're KJ Osborne. I think you were dreaming there. I think, you know, Elijah Mitchell injured. Uh, we kind of knew that was going to happen before the game started. So, you know, <laughs> Did we that, just, yeah. That, okay. That's fine. Um, Kareem Hunt sat on your bench for 23 points. I mean, that's just poor yep. decision making, really. No, we're looking in great. We're looking in great spot because, uh, you know, he, here's what's going to happen. Eli, Eli Mitchell's out. Cool. Kareem Hunt comes in. Bang. Uh, Osborne's out. Cool. That didn't work. I'll, I'll play either London or Boyd from the Bengals. Easy. I mean, London. London got five. You got got five receptions, right? Like that's that's five points straight off the bat. Mm-hmm. You know, you I, you'll take I, that. I'm, the only the only I guess point that I'm unhappy was was my kicker, but who cares? You know, I got one point. It's it's not the end of the world. So no, uh, really happy with the start of the season. Um, really justified all my decisions during the draft. Um, I've got an, uh, you know, Josh Allen ran for more yards than um, uh, McCaffrey. So, so I've got a top 10 uh, RB. Can you put your pants back on, please? No. no. <laughs> this is my podcast and I can do what I want. So. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I mean, Friday night, that, that opening game was phenomenal for me coming off with Josh Allen scoring 31.48 and Cooper Cup 31.80. You absolutely got the best of, uh, like, you got the best of both teams. Like, yeah. the Rams were bad. Yeah. Like, it just didn't happen for them. And the only guy that scored points was the guy that you had. And then you had the other guy on, the, on you know, you had Josh Allen. And I noticed that, um, I noticed it wasn't long before Josh Allen disappeared from the trade block. Yeah, funny that. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's, he's off. He's, How funny is that? He's, He's with me, right or die, Josh Allen. Right or die now. That's right what we're going. Okay. Right or die. Uh, jumping over to shorter run it. Look, uh, first uh, first game ever in uh, fantasy. Uh, hats off uh, to shorter run it for cracking the hundred. That's uh, that's top effort there. Um, it was a bit of a double win for me as well uh, as shorter run it had Aaron Rodgers, um, and so with the Vikings stuffing the Packers. Uh, it was and and Rogers only scoring three point seven points is you know huge celebration going on um, over in this camp. Um, Taylor did Taylor things, you know that's why you you took him in the first um, as the first pick twenty seven point five points. You can't argue with that. Judy um, being played in the flex position um, didn't disappoint either, even even in a loss. And with the Broncos not looking great, but he scored twenty point two um, points. I guess for me. No surprise for you, Aaron. CD Lamb, 4.9. Cowboys, again, terrible. Terrible. Just terrible. Like, I mean, I just don't rate him. Like, I watched him on the... I watched him yesterday, and there's just... Like, considering how long he's been there, what is this his third season? And, like, they just don't even look like they've ever even spoken to each other. <laughs> yeah, no you know, connection, like, right? Yeah. It was just, it was just bizarre, but I mean, like Rogers. I mean, I don't know, man. Like, I just don't like the guy's attitude. Eh? <laughs> like, he just, you know, like 
he's he's almost like he separated himself from his team, you know, ripping into the wide receivers. I mean, well, what are you what are you doing? But again, like I said before, we we had this conversation at the beginning of last year. They lost their first game, and everyone thought he was done and all that kind of stuff. And then they went on a massive run, and he got MVP. So, I, I mean, hopefully, it's a blip. Yeah. Well, luckily for Shooter Runnett, he's got uh, Matt Ryan on his bench, who scored fifteen point two points in a tie, um, and looked and looks very serviceable. So he he could easily play that. So, but then also you look on his bench and you've got AJ Dillon, and that's where all those Aaron Jones points went, right? Exactly. Yeah, twenty point ten um, Dillon ended up with, which I, I knew it was something decent, but that's actually bigger than what I even expected. So look, I I don't think there's there's too much panic needed for should have run it in the in the couple of weeks, uh, sorry in the coming weeks maybe a couple of tweaks, but but overall like you're scoring a hundred points you'll 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 get better. Yeah, I mean you're definitely looking at a at you know you're looking at AJ Dillon to to come in for Rashad Penny, um, and Isaiah Pacheco. Um, Look, I mean, you take that from a pretty crowded backfield, right? At the oh, Chiefs, yeah. you know, 12 100%. points. 100%. Yeah, nothing you know, wrong with that at all. Yeah. I'm pretty... I mean, that's that's flex-worthy, easy flex-worthy. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't help that his flex got 20 points, but, you know, he could yeah. have, like Jerry Judy, for me, moves into where C.D. Lamb is, you know, and oh, C.D. Lamb 100%. probably goes on a trade block or waivers. To be honest, you know, and that's probably, you know, like all jokes aside, no Dak. No. You know, like, and with Dak, he got 4.9 points. He had two receptions, man. Yeah, that's like terrible, terrible game. I'm looking somewhere else. Yeah. I've got to be honest, I'm looking somewhere else. Totally agree. And that brings us to our final game of the week. It was the... Oh, good, good. I just realized what you'd done there. <laughs> grand final rematch of last year. And uh, look, tables got turned in week one. We've got Auckland Vulcans, 106.62 points. Uh, takes out Henderson Home Invaders, 99.86. Yeah, look, if, I mean, if you look, at the, if you look at the chart, it was, it was up and down. It was up and down. At the end of the day, I actually was I was surprised to still be in the lead when um, Auckland Vulcans had one player to go. And, and you know, by then I didn't think I was going to hold it unless DK Metcalf died. Yeah, of course. Yeah. You know, which which didn't happen. Well, here's a, here's a wee... Uh, I've got a couple of stats for you, actually. Oh, Aaron. good. Um, I like, I like one... where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the points Herbert scored. Yeah. And uh, the points that Mahomes scored, who, who you <laughs> did have. <laughs> yeah. So uh, if you had kept Mahomes... Yeah. Yeah. You would have, uh, you would have scored 111.5 points. Are you enjoying have, this? Which would have given you the win. Which Are you enjoying this right now? I'm just, I'm just asking the question. Do you regret it? Do you regret that trade? Oh, this week, yes. But next mm. week, probably not. Okay. You know, the, uh, like I said before, the part of that trade that was hard was the juju bit. Um, 
because I was already pretty light at wide receiver, and I think I think my scores kind of showed that. I had high hopes for Brandon Ayuk, and you know, and before the week, I went in and looked at you know the the sit and start, and everyone was like, "Nah, start him," and six point seven points, and like you know, two looks. tough conditions again. We said we've said that though, tough yeah. conditions in in Chicago for that. Yeah. And I mean, same for Darnell Mooney, right? I put him on my flexing on one point eight points. So, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and look, your boy Najee—he's gone off injured. He's in a moon boot. I've I've heard uh, from a reliable source. But that's—I've already I've already looked into that, and that he's he's good to go for next week. That was just precautionary. Okay. Yeah. Um, my concern is, where do I go from here? Because. I don't have a lot on the bench. Brees Hall chipped in with a... Uh, oh, hold on. Sorry, what was that? Who? Brees Hall. This is a Brees Hall update. Brees Hall. Welcome to another new segment uh, I've created <laughs> uh, for this podcast. Uh, Brees Hall update. Um I, look, I haven't done it for everyone. Uh, oh, sorry, everyone's uh, second round pick, but I thought it was uh, valid given you know <laughs> you didn't play him and he's his second round pick and he's on your bench, so he deserved a sting. So uh, carry on. Sorry, I, sorry to interrupt. It's uh, <laughs> fine. It's fine. I thought I'd said like the magic word of the day or something. <laughs> um, yeah, look, he chimed in with a, uh, with a with a nice little ten points there. Um, you know, which if I'd played him in my flex, um, I uh, I would have won. Yep, that was a Brees Hall update. Perfect. Yep, thanks for that, Aaron, with your Brees Hall updates. Good. Look forward to that one next week as well. Yeah, where, where to go, Aaron? I, I don't know. Look, uh, don't panic. It's only week one, um, and so you just you just got to you got to flush the dunny and, and move on. As for Auckland Vulcans, though, great week. Really good week. <laughs> Phenomenal week, I thought. Uh, really? Points all, oh, points all over the table. You know, you can't, you can't deny that. His boy Swift, 26.5. That's great. That's awesome. Devontae Adams, 30.1. Money. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> 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 I mean, it's a bit skint. Elsewhere, luckily he was only playing a B against a B B grade team. So uh, yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, oh, I mean Joe Burrow surely can't play that bad again. No, I totally agree. He'll he'll be definitely playing with a chip on his shoulder after that performance. What he had four four interceptions. Yeah, Dude. and how many? He got sacked multiple yeah. times. Yeah, yeah. So that wasn't he, he'll definitely bounce back, but. But you know, in saying that, he still still scored eighteen point two two. So only just behind your boy Kirk Cousins and on a on a on a dominant performance. Yeah, um, I think for me though, Higgins apparently is injured. Injured, yeah. So that's not looking great. And then Stevenson running back New England only scoring four point seven points. I mean that's that's not serviceable. So yeah, and 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 that's and, and I mean you know all bias aside and whatever like we were talking about it before i can't remember who it was now but like 
30 points. Yeah, Devonta Adams looked like goods. DeAndre Swift, we, you know, after you watched him in hard knocks, you were like, has this guy ever even played football before? Mm. But but Anderson, uh, sorry, but Auckland Vulcan stayed loyal. But there's, there's, there's not points coming from many other places, including the bench, you know, like mm. it was... Um, you know, like he beat me, and that's and that's fine. I'll I'll take the L, but yeah, um, yeah. I think uh, a a bit of savvy waiver wire work this week from uh, from Auckland Vulcans would be definitely in order. Uh, as for as for most of us, you know, to to win a championship, you do need to be pretty good on the on the old waiver wire there. So just to wrap up uh, the results for this week, uh, the standings as they are after week one in the AFC, we've got North Sound Raptors, Duke Jukums, and Nuts on Bolts all on one and zero, and then we've got Dark Horses, Saint and Sinners, and CMC on zero and one. And then in the NFC, we've got Futang, Clan, Purple Rain, and Auckland Vulcans on 1-0. and And then should have run it, Portage Pigskins and Home Invaders on 0-1. Early days, obviously, we don't need to panic about anything. Quickly looking at next week's uh, matchups, we've got Purple Rain versus Futang Clan. So two winners going against each other. Saints and Sinners. You just had versus... to get that in there, didn't you? Yeah, just... did, yeah. 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 I'm noticing there's a real jovial tone. To <laughs> oh, <that>. like, yeah. <laughs> Clip this, put this in a time capsule because when I'm, yeah. when I'm one in one in six, uh, it won't be as jovial. That's yeah, sure. the Vikings the Vikings are one in six. You're one in six. And it's like, it'll, it'll be me by myself on the podcast. Everything's <laughs> going downhill. Uh, in the next matchup, we've got Saints and Sinners versus CMC at the top. Uh, a bit of a must win. Hard to say that in week two, but uh, one of those teams uh, potentially will be going 0 and 2. Then we've got Dark Horses versus Duke Jukums. North Sound Raptors versus Nuts and Bolts. Look out for another David and Goliath type of situation there. Nuts and Bolts will be absolutely amping for the win. Auckland Vulcans versus should have run it. And to round it off, Henderson Home Invaders versus the Portage Pigskins. How are you feeling about next week? Oh, terrible. Terrible. I've, I've you know, I, I just need to remind myself that I've, I've started poorly before and come back. And that's, you know, um, that's, and that's what I'll do. Um, I would expect to see the news feed. Um, on on Wednesday night, absolutely full to the brim of uh, of uh, waiver wire pickups. Home invaders on the waivers. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Look, there's and there's plenty of players there. If you you jump into the players, you jump into scoring leaders. There's there's players there. Like Carson Wentz was the number three QB for the week. Is that long term sustainable? No. But like you've been saying. You you can't panic, and you know Don't you panic. go and dump a whole lot of consistent you know guys that have been consistent previously for a guy that did well in one week, and it will bite you in the ass. Yeah, a hundred percent, one hundred percent. Couldn't agree more. I know, I know. You were just saying before it was it's you know it's a it's a bit early, um, you know to to talk about uh, you know zero and two and and stuff like that. 
I I would like you to tell me who you think will win the competition from week one. Um, end of week one, my pick to take out the fourth and inches championship is North Sound Raptors. I agree. Mm. I, I mean, yeah. yeah, you can't you can't dismiss the dominant performance in week one. Yeah, very much so. Um, yeah, he's uh, he's taken over for for me so far. Again, a bit early, um, but he has taken over Max as the as the team to beat. I agree. So, in regards to um, the Texans getting a tie in the first week, how do you feel about that? What a great time! I mean, we sure we were seventeen points up, but here we are. You know, we didn't lose against a good team. Against a good team, yeah. I'd I'd be feeling it if I was a bit of if I was a Colts fan. I'd, I'd be surprised about that result. So, and what about you? How are you feeling? Oh, jovial! A great performance by the Vikings. What I mean, a display! We've got the we've got the Eagles Monday night next week. So, this in, in fact, there's two Monday night games next week, which is interesting. Is the Vikings defense back? Uh, you can't judge that against this this Packers side just yet. But our offense is looking amazing. Very good. Fantastic. All right, team. Always a pleasure. We'll catch you next week. Bye, team.